Blog Talk Radio. Greetings and salutations. It is another edition of Revolutionary Hoosier, New Orleans Hoosier, and Come back home, 
youtube.com forward slash voodoo tie v-o-o-d-o-o-t-y-e and please go to my blog talk radio page which is www.blog b-l-o-g blog talk radio.com forward slash the hyphen divine hyphen prince this is very important for us keeping a a a track of the demographics as it relates to not just those who listen and enjoy and participate and co-host and share uh, within the show, but indeed those who find the material important in a sea of other competing voices and and visuals uh, that are happening right now. And I'm always grateful that you find the time in the middle of your day, in the middle of your schedule. It is indeed 12 noon U.S. Central Standard Time here, 12.09. But whatever time it might be in your time zone, I'm always grateful uh, for your being here and being present and your participation. We indeed have an international audience for which I am for which I am grateful. Uh, please forgive me. There's some shenanigans going on outside uh my house right now, but it might be a technical issue. I don't know. You all hear the dogs barking. That lets me know that it's something going on, and I'm actually now looking at it on 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 uh, live cam. Someone's car alarm now is malfunctioning, so I'm going to proceed as if I don't hear a car alarm malfunctioning, and prayerfully, uh, you don't hear it either. This Monday, November 29th, 2021. And I am emanating and vibrating with you and for you now live, verbally, virtually, cosmically, quantum universally from this working temple of the House of the Divine Prince. High Potions, Hoodoo Central, in this beautiful, historic, most enchanted, most haunted city in America, New Orleans, Louisiana, the land of my ancestors. And Denise Augustine's beloved ancestors, and many of your beloved ancestors, and those who came before us along this hoodoo obeya life path and journey, passing down the great obia stick, along with the knowledge of the life-giving herbs, roots, plants, rituals, spirits, minerals, and indeed, as our beloved Denise Augustine suggests, our sacred stories, our sacred stories. So I'm grateful for you, Mama T.T., for being with us. Time for us to be together again. Yes, yes, yes. There's stories to be told and uh, gratefulness to be expressed and hope to be given. Uh, I have a story, as usual. Of course. This life continues to unfold for me. Continue to be protected is what I ask for for me and those I love and my friends and even acquaintances sometimes when I uh, pick up a state of uh, mental, physical, or spiritual unhealthiness in someone. Of course, I cover them with uh, with a prayer and a blessing, and I call my ancestors and 
drawing angels to surround them and to give them peace and to give them uh, uh, help and a way to get past whatever is in their spirit. I am supposed to be in Paris, France right now. I was supposed to leave on Saturday. The ticket was paid for. The luggage was packed. I had everything I needed, a blank credit card, friends to meet me, place to live, and I started looking for it. Now, I was supposed to leave Saturday. On Wednesday, I started looking for my passport. That is normally where I can find it. My passport is nowhere to be found. Along with that passport is my vaccination record. I am surrounded by wonderful people, and my neighbors came in my house and tossed it. Better than the FBI could if they were looking for something I had illegal. They tossed this house. We saged it. One of them is a witch. She called her witch friends. We called for prayer. I poured my ancestors a glass of strong liquor, talked to them, and after three days, up until midday Friday, looking for this passport, I sat down and I asked everybody to please stop looking. I said, they told me I know how to go in a dream sequence to see. I wrapped myself in my Moldavite. I actually put it in my pillow to sleep on it to see if I could get spiritual help to open my eyes to where this passport was. I'm not sad. I'm not disturbed. I'm not anxious. Delta, uh, Delta Airlines gave me a full credit. It is sitting in my wallet in my Delta app. And this is what I know. This is what I know for sure. This is what I know. I know that it was divine interference that kept me from leaving on the busiest travel day of the year. You see, when you pray for something, which I do every day, God, I know I am absolutely holy, divinely, fully, completely, and assuredly protected. And those I love, I ask the same prayer. So when spirit steps in, because I never lose anything, my son was so messed up in the mind because he said, Mom, you have my shot records for when I was a baby. You don't lose things. How is this passport not where you know where it is? We put our hands on everything in this house I own, and this passport is nowhere to be found. But I ask for protection on my life. And so this spirit says, 
my ancestors and the spirit of good that surrounds me said, you ain't getting on no plane this weekend, the busiest weekend of the year. Uh, the same time I'm looking for it, Omicron or whatever this new uh, variant is, that they don't know what this thing is made of. This thing has got a gumbo of nastiness inside of it. They don't know whether my vaccines have protected me. They don't know where and how far it has spread. But let me tell you what I know. I know by the time that it's identified and by the time CNN says it's there, it's already out of control. Yes, ma'am. I know this. Okay. Yes, ma'am. News, the news cycle is so way behind reality, it's not even funny. Yes, ma'am. My ancestors said, no, you won't. You ain't going. Don't even think about it and be at peace with it. And guess what? I have never been so at peace. When you lead a spiritual life and you ask spirit, it's a fear. And do what you ask it to do. The results, you have to accept and be happy for it. I cannot be sick in the French hospital. My French is not that good. I can't be trapped if they close the gates and the doors. I am supposed to be where I am, sitting in my living room talking to you, giving you a testimony to how sure you should be when you pray for something daily, live in it, sleep in it, be assured by it, bear witness to it, you better be happy when they say, oh, no, you won't. So guess what? The money is in the account on Delta. Whenever it's time for me to go, either the, I expect it to show up. I expect that passport to show up. And when it does, then it'll be time for me to go. As for now, I have no clue where that thing is. So that is what I have to say for today's show. And hey, let's say, and, and let's say, you know, for those who don't quite understand the gravity of things, um, you know, Josephine Baker ain't nothing to, to bat an eyelash at. We're talking about a, a historic, legendary phenomenon and, and a black woman being moved into the pantheon uh, is something that beloved Denise has been planning for months. <laughs> for months she's been planning and talking about this daily. So, you know, um, my heart, and she already knows, goes out to her. I was very emotional and sympathetic and empathetic when I first got news. Oh, my friend. That she wasn't going. I just said, oh, my God, am I going to have to uh, do a 24-hour watch on my beloved because she's not going to Paris. But but listen, if I can real quick, while health experts scramble to understand the implications of Omicron and countries around the world impose hasty travel restrictions, the emergence of the new variant could hardly have come at a worse time for South Africa's vaccination campaign among a worrisome fourth wave of COVID-19. And, and I want to mention that and direct those of you who aren't already on my Instagram, instagram.com forward slash divine prince Taya Mecca. I 
three posts specific to Africa. Because, you know, when I talk about COVID in social media, generally speaking, um, I do it from a African perspective. And what I mean by that is um, I don't necessarily run with American news or the UK news. I look to African news sources and African news journalists to sort of determine what's going on there. And, of course, uh, scientists and African scientists and African medical professionals. So, you know, my three posts about South Africa and Africa and, and the increasing numbers and deaths in, in COVID um, don't get as much attention as more popularized um, mythological posts that's circulating through um, Instagram right now, stating that only 6% of Africa is vaccinated, uh, yet they somehow have mastered COVID-19. It's just not true. It's not not true on any level. It's much of the same um, shenanigans, you know, that we experience here in the U.S. trying to convince uh, our community and, and, and much of the American community still to get vaccinated, to look out for your best interests and the, and the interests of, of others. But, indeed, this um, is not over. The idea that going back to something um, is it, it, another fantasy. This is our new reality, at least for some time to come, uh, until scientists and man can indeed catch up to you know right. what's happening and, and what's going on. So I'm I'm grateful that you would share that uh, that story here uh, today, as we talk at a deeper level about spirit development. You know, in the previous show, uh, Denise, we talked about I sort of had an alphabet from A to Z of triggers to, you know, the presence of of spiritual gifts and then the development, you know, of those spiritual gifts. And I won't necessarily uh, go through the list again. People, I invite you to go to my YouTube page where the shows are stored and archived and also at Blog Talk Radio. They're also stored there um, in archives. And so I want to talk a little bit today about spiritual gifts that come from God, spiritual gifts that come from the ancestors, animal and human spiritual gifts, genetic and biological spiritual gifts, and indeed the development of these these gifts. Once we the development, you can develop them. Become what aware. What you seek will seek you. That's very important. And also uh, learned spiritual gifts. The, the idea that there is a uh, correlation between math and um, symmetry and, and synchronicity um, and, and how God speaks. Uh, if we envision the, the symmetry of our, our DNA structure, you know, the DNA chain, and how that is mimicked uh, throughout nature, certain uh, symbols, are mimicked in biological nature, uh, plant nature, animal nature, and and then cosmic nature. We often uh, separate and and do not include our cosmic connection to the universe when we talk about spiritual gifts. Uh, We talked briefly in the previous show, Denise, even about uh, extraterrestrial intervention as it relates to not necessarily how we envision 
extraordinary gifts, extraordinary gifts, or, or superior spiritual gifts, but, but what might just be in our DNA pool. It might just be in our DNA pool to be intuitive, to be psychic, to be fine-tuned to the rhythms of the earth, as I explained with my connection to earthquake, or to the water. Some of you have a, a deeper uh, level of connection to water. Some of you have a deeper connection uh, to the air, you know, and, and et cetera. So we not only get sort of these signs, which then become triggers at some point, uh, when we're not paying attention or, or in active development, conscious development of, of the spiritual gift. Uh, but we then also find a purpose and a meaning behind the spiritual gift. Uh, I don't believe God gossips or is gossipy. I don't believe the goddess uh, sort of unbears people's nakedness and secrets and, and dirt uh, to us for the pleasure of entertainment which is why I've always been very careful about how I approach uh, particularly celebrity consultations and celebrity psychic readings and sort of that thin line between administering uh, consultation and ministry and service and then entertainment uh, when it comes to, you know, the process of, of filming. Uh, we don't, you know, walk up to total strangers in the, in the grocery store and at church or in the Walmart typically uh, and start prophesying over them. Though we, though we all have our little weird encounters with that kind of energy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, people want to prophesy over you and, and, and speak truth to your, to your journey without your permission. Uh, and, and there are rules to this. There are protocols to this. Mm-hmm. There are levels to this. Um, and, and so you have to have permission to go into people's closets, to go into people's dark areas. And just because people say, okay, I'm open to a reading, I'm open to being read, does not necessarily mean that everything that God might show you needs to come out of your mouth. Sometimes it's to edify your response. Sometimes it's to edify your service. Uh, My mother, as a, you know, evangelical minister, uh, taught us, you know, the necessity for, Response and not just prayer, or response and not just, you know, hearing or seeing from God. What then do you do with that? Sometimes we'll woke up, you know, in the wee hours of the morning, you know, with someone on our consciousness, um, and, and she would say, pray for them, whereas I might say, take that to your table, you know, take that to your, 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 your ritual work, uh, which is another form of more three- and fourth-dimensional um, prayer, if you will. You know, for just a moment there, Denise, the, the mega universe flashed before my eyes and what that might look like uh, in two years where everything is, you know, not so much two-dimensional. You know, I'm looking at you now and you're looking at me, but it's two-dimensional uh, as opposed to this threshold of mega universe and technology that we're on where things will be more three-dimensional and fourth-dimensional. You know, some of us have seen videos on TikTok of the white guy sticking his hand into the computer screen and pulling product out. You know, it reminds me of the Jetsons, for those of us born of a certain age. (laughs) That's right. When she actually comes out in the living room and dances and sings, 
right? And then goes back into the TV screen. Yes. Oh, yes. yes. And what is spirituality going to look like then, where, where seemingly everyone will be able to present the illusion of the miraculous, the illusion of, of a miracle? Um, I can imagine what our ancestors would think about movies today, videos today, computer and, and Internet technology today. That would appear magical. Um, I'm also of the Star Trek generation. Um, and so the, you know, the little gadgets Captain Kirk carried around in his hand. Communicator. It's it, it, now the little gadget that we communicate through. Absolutely. You know, at multi different levels, diverse levels of multi-dimensional space. And so our spirit, body, and mind we have to think about quantum metaphysics, science, math, the cosmos. For, for my Bible readers, those who, who read the, the magical book, you know, as is above, so shall be below, it, it, it mirrors our reality. Our, our limited view mirrors the cosmic view of, of our reality. So in our development of spiritual gifts and spiritual consciousness, um, I remember, you know, from a young child, me and Wapani would experience sometimes, the only thing I can describe it as a a unified or a joint experience um, where we could go into sort of a meditative state and, and go to China, go to Japan and play with the other little Asian kids and sort of come back. You know, and how that was a way children, and we call that imagination. We call that imaginary friends. We call that, you know, the, the creative play space. And, and how quickly do we lose connection to that uh, as we grow older and become adults? Save for our artisans, our musicians, our crafters. But, but here's the thing. Everything happens in the imagination first. As for crafters, that seat that you're sitting on, the chair that I'm in, the computer, the book that's in front of me, everything in the natural started in imagination first. I imagined how cold it was in France. When I looked at the news, it said 70% rain. I imagine what it would be, how uncomfortable it would be in France at this time, sitting on a ticket with a packed bag. I saw myself uncomfortable, and that is why I'm sitting in this chair (laughs) talking to you. I wasn't fully vested. You can bring anything forth if you're fully vested in it. If you go to sleep in it, sleep is very powerful. It not only heals, but it's a time for your subconscious to work out those things. Pray on it. Go to sleep in it. Imagine it, right? Uh, And it's a a form of of applied solitude. I think, again, as in all things, Craig, um, 
there are degrees of what we consider solitude. Solitude is not always escaping to the wilderness physically and camping out. Sometimes you have to create solitude within your workspace, within your home space, within your family life. Now, would it be nice to not have the kids or the, or the pets or, or, or the other background noise um, going on behind us? Absolutely. And, and so, you know, every chance I get, you know, going into the rural area, going to the river, uh, going into the green spaces, going into uh, the parks. Uh, remember, Denise, we can see you yawning on camera. So, so remember, you, can, you can always mask your face when you don't want to get Sorry, it. I forgot. I, yeah. I apologize. But, but when you're talking about solitude, and my body instantly went barefooted through, because my mother used to tell me, oh, you need to figure this out? Go walk barefoot in a park where there's nobody else. Mm-hmm. She wanted my feet connected to the earth, to the vibrations of the earth, in solitude where nobody else was, so that I could work it out, pray about it, think about it, be in solitude with it. The earth will give you, the, 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 everything is God. God is the right. You can the Bible says you can never be separated from God. You can never be separated from God because you're inside of God, around God. God is everywhere, all over you. You are a part of this. That's what the matrix is about. Being a part of it. Yes, and, and I teach every day that the black woman is God. The black woman is God. The black woman is God. And so, indeed, we're, we're, we're born in and through divinity, that, that, that divinity exists within us first and then without us. There's something about, you know, white supremacy and the process of uh, the middle passage that um, sort of has forced us, forced us into a, a false sense of our divinity and, indeed, our connection to divinity, how that shows up in us, within us, around us. Indeed, if and when the God is speaks, it must speak within us first. It must show up within us first. Even before we can begin to look for the outside manifestations of, of she, of we, of, of he, we, we must first go within. And so in order to be controlled, in order to be enslaved, in order to be dominated, you must be taught and convinced, which is the programming process, that God or divinity somehow exists outside of yourself. And so we look forward in physical manifestation, material manifestation in signs that we can see. Uh, I, I was strolling through the magical book and ran across a scripture about, you know, people would look for signs and, and, and wonders in, in, in the last days. And, and indeed, um, we are the sign and we are, are the wonder. And this is our moment, the only moment that we have in time and space to be God and goddesses and godlike 
and create and recreate the reality that mirrors our best interests, particularly for those of you who find this reality problematic, then we create a reality that mirrors our best interests. I found my reality, you know, at 15, at, at 25, at, at 35, and even today problematic. But, but I strive to constant, consciously and constantly be in a mode of creating and recreating my reality to best mirror my, my interest, my best interest, um, my best image, if you will. Um, if we, again, look at our lives as sort of a, a digital slice of reality, each moment gives us an opportunity to create a better image of ourselves, to create a better vibrational footprint of ourselves. So in the development of, of spiritual gifts is first the idea of the development of self. Um, I, I didn't, you know, come running out of the womb seeking ministry, uh, seeking to read other people, seeking uh, to even, couldn't even envision, to be quite honest, um, as many of us could not a time when voodoo, hoodoo would even be considered legitimate or would even be a discussion in the, in the public space. Um, and indeed, this is the public space. Uh, we're just as good as standing on the corner right now, a public, global, international corner, you know, having this discussion where people in China and Indonesia and and all areas of, of Africa and, and Europe are listening to us right now. And I'm always indeed grateful for my international audience, uh, particularly Algeria and Nigeria, Niger, Ghana, Democratic Republic of Congo, Kenya, Uganda, South Africa, uh, and, and many other places that show up as constant and consistent listeners of this show. I'm always grateful because, again, we, in seeking spiritual growth, spiritual development, and particularly for people of color in the Americas, and even more so for black people in the Americas, in our wanting to look back, um, we feel a need to look back and across waters. And so we look to West Africa, we look to East Africa, we look to South Africa, we look to Central America and South America uh, as somehow validation for the reconnection of what exists in our blood. You understand, exists in our blood. And so therefore we carry that, that, that uh, yes, that international connection with us to the Pan-African diaspora, uh, wherever we be and we breathe, and we choose to consciously develop the spiritual gifts for the benefit of, of the whole. Um, and, and in self-discovery, you mature and you learn that even in the doing for self, you are doing for the whole. Heal me first before I can address the community. There's no separation in that. Uh, we're, we're confronted with your wickedness or your light uh, through the internet, through the gas pump, you know, at the grocery store, through our interactions, you know, in the workplace, we are confronted with each other's demonstration of who and what we are on our journey, no matter where we are in that process. 
child or mature adult. Um, we, we're all born human, and I like to say we're all born God. The, the, the goddess birthed us God. That means we're, we're, we're birthed mature. That means we're birthed adults. There's a process of growing and development and maturing and experience has to take place as a part of this spiritual journey that we all walk and, and traverse here on the planet. We welcome you to join the conversation. Please join us here on screen by following the uh, StreamYard link that's now uh, streaming at the bottom. You can also call us if you don't have a webcam at area code 845-277-9143-845-277-9143. I have always felt and believed, Craig Burns, that the pace of life is um, a created distraction. It's more, it's more than just somehow this. We're taught to believe, and, and maybe to some degree we would like to believe. Uh, it's just a natural process of evolution. You know, we, 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 we move from hunter-gatherers to learning to propagate food and, and house, you know, uh, food um, prey animals and, and, and et cetera. And it's just a natural process of, of, of growth and development. The Western mind would like to suggest that. Um, I, I'm a bit more of the COINTELPRO mindset. Um, I'm not necessarily a conspiracy theorist because within the dynamics of understanding COINTELPRO, that's not a conspiracy. That's factual document science. The FBI files are now publicly available, uh, Freedom of, of Information Act, o- online. So it, we know that COINTELPRO was not a myth. Um, and does not continue to be so. So, again, I think the pace of life as a distraction is created. There are those who don't live the pace of life that we do, uh, who don't wake up every day thinking about their bills, who don't wake up every day thinking about how am I going to feed myself, how am I going to feed my family, who don't wake up every day uh, concerned about am I going to make retirement, uh, am I am I going to be on the streets, you know, when, when I'm 80 or 90 years old? There are indeed an elitist group of those e- elitists that, that transcends uh, ethnicity, race, uh, you know, class, of course, is, is indicative of how much money you got. So, indeed, there is a small group who are not living the pace of life as a distraction, that we feel. Now, life as a distraction is a human condition. So I'm sure, you know, they have children, grandchildren, nieces, nephews, neighbors. They have their own degree of, of drama. You know, let's throw out some, some names. Oprah has all the money many of us believe we could be happy and content with. But she has her own level of, of issue that she has to confront uh, as a life distraction, I'm sure, every day. Uh, so there is that which is indicative to the human condition, uh, and then there's that, I believe, that is created for us 
And and so when you are more concerned about keeping the lights on, making the rent, feeding yourself, it, it puts a lot of pressure on the mother who might feel some kind of way about how much time she's spending at home with her children. Uh, to, to the good father um, who's working, you know, 60 hours a week, you know, which, which was a very common thing back in the day. You know, the mama stayed at home and held down the, the fort, so to speak, and, and Papa went out and, and handled the fields and, you know, or, or handled uh, the job and, and, and brought the, you know, the coins home and, and sort of supported. And, and that created its own um, toxicity, again, as it, as it relates to the development of spiritual gifts, the development of the spiritual self. We can look at more uh, ancient and historic cultures, Mayan, Aztec, Zulu, Hausa, um, Yoruba, Kemetic, um, uh, um, ethnic groups within Ethiopia, Sudan, um, and, and look at other forms of division of labor, a term that I, I learned at the university level, uh, where we naturally progress as humans from, you know, again, hunter-gatherers, uh, to more civilized, well, not civilized, I don't like that word, more uh, organized cities, cultures, environments, villages. And then people begin to uh, take on specific jobs. Denise might have been, you know, the expert weaver, you know, and so she didn't have to look for her food because people would provide all the food she needed and then some for her weaving. Uh, you may have been an expert hunter, and so, you know, the, the village took care of you, you know, to allow for you to hunt and then to rest because a hunter needs a certain amount of rest time, uh, just just like the, the, the hunter-predator uh, hunter predator animals need a certain amount of rest time in order to then get up and be active in, in that process. So, yes, I believe the idea of spirit, spirituality, magic, has shifted over time in, in various cultures and various societies in importance. We put a great deal of importance on religion in 2021 uh, Western society as opposed to spiritual tradition. We don't put as much uh, priority there. And, and, and most certainly the preservation and most certainly the preservation of spiritual culture and spiritual tradition. So that changes from, from society to society, location, location, and condition. Uh, again, we look at the uh, areas that went dry, that were once lush, you know, like the, the Mayans, the Aztecs, uh, ancient e Egyptian surrounding uh, geographic regions, and we see the disappearance of certain uh, cultures uh, because of that, um, you know, uh, shift in the environmental uh, change. So that then affects how we focus in on God, what God is, and, and what aspect of God we should be attending to within ourselves. Go ahead, Denise. Uh, you're freezing up. Go ahead, Denise. You had something to say. We can't hear you. 
Oh, wait a minute. I got you on mute. Go ahead. You good. Go ahead. Am I okay now? Yeah, you good. All right. We went through Hurricane Ida, which was a stronger hurricane than Katrina. The winds were stronger. We were fortunate that the billions and billions of dollars that they put in the levees held. Or you would have seen something twice as bad as what has happened in Katrina. <clears throat> what I saw instantly, because I live in a very nice neighborhood called Bywater, and this community changed after Katrina. The demographics changed. And what I found was we went instantly to communal living. The guy across the street who we called ourselves, we either named ourselves called the crew of apocalypse. The guy across the street is our COO. And within 24 hours, the one, two, three, four, five houses or 20 people or 25 people in our crew of apocalypse all had generators, all had batteries, all had enough gas to, to provide for those generators. One of the members of the crew of apocalypse lived in a communal uh, housing in California. He cooked for 300 people on a daily basis on this communal farm. He was automatically go- went into his, I've got to feed everybody. We provided him with everything in our refrigerators. He was able to find food and feed us every day. The woman on the other side of me is a doctor. She's a pediatrician, but was able to provide medical care while she was able to assess how we were all doing. I am very good at acquiring what I need because I have a group of women who I call my baby daughters around the country. One of them called me and said, I collected $2,000. What do you need? I gave her a list of things I needed. She gathered them in Memphis, Tennessee, and drove down here with it. We had everything we needed, including security, because we gathered communally. It is insane in this day and time for us to live in a, in a, in a collapsing society because any way you look at it, society in this nation, now I don't know any place else, but society in this nation is falling apart. And at some point, for our own survival, 
we are going to have to live communally or semi-communally for us to survive. Remember the saying, when winter comes, the lone wolf dies, but the pack survives. ourselves in the moving forward. So it's not by accident that 
you know, your religious houses are are breaking down to some degree. That they're even getting richer and much bigger and much more wealthier uh, off the idea of community. Many of those people have a very false sense of community. But, but, but indeed, when you look to the left and you look to the right and, you, and you're sitting in a $5 million church, you know, with, with, with thousands of people, you know, there's a, there's a feeling, an illusion of, of community. Uh, but at the level of, you know, sharing food, growing food, um, teaching how to grow food, how to harvest food, how to capture uh, food, uh, providing stability in terms of housing, um, we don't see enough of our religious, so-called religious, or philosophical institutions, for that matter, are moving to create that sense of community. You can look to the right and look to the left if you want, but they ain't opening that church for that hurricane, I bet you, or that storm, or they're not housing people or feeding people in that $5 million building that they set up to protect in case things fall. Oh, baby, that look to the right and look to the left, and you'll find nothing. But you're right. We do have community in the city because my neighbors came in and tossed my house looking for my passport. My neighbor left her house and left her up in it while she went somewhere to the football game for Thanksgiving. We were in our house. We are building communities inside this city. And we're so, doing right. Communal living could be in the closer apocalypse, and like I had for Ida. And we're doing it in the meta space. Um, indeed, if it were not for uh, Madame Arisha and her husband, Chef Bougie, and Danette Gibbs, uh, and, and people like them, um, we wouldn't have survived on this block uh, That's during, right. during the hurricane. Uh, and I, that rapper, what's her name? Um, Michi X. Didn't she come down with a truck? No, she was supposed to, but um, that that hasn't happened. Um, I heard from, um, well, you asked and you chose to ask on camera. All right, so. now I ain't asking to get shaded, so, though. Yes. <laughs> so if she comes for you, with that, that'll be something we have to deal with later. But um, uh, no, um, uh, the Neville brother um, and his wife, uh, oh my goodness, help me out I'm drawing a blank um, Aaron Neville? No, 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 the one that's more indigenous Oh, and... the, one, the, the, the one that's um, Oh, I know um, Not Cyril Cyril Yeah, Cyril yeah, no, and his wife Yeah, and his wife They got a truckload of, of supplies from across the Baby, road. they ride and die Yeah, and they brought them down to, to the community um, And certainly Forever grateful to them. Yeah, um, Cyril and his wife are ride and die. They've they been together a long time. They are a lovely couple in love and about community. Oh, yes. Yeah, yes, indeed. Oh, and while it's on my mind, um, you know, I've been putting the call out, I don't know, since I guess right before the pandemic for help, for assistance for uh, initiates and trainees. Uh, I've talked about how many families, including um, my beloved Orisha and, and Chef Bougie and their family, uh, who are participating in our ancestral work and divination. Uh, I've talked about the number of, of people who booked 
tour plus experience um, with us and who've come and have had the walking tour with, with Denise Augustine and myself um, and have had a sort of three-dimensional, <laughs> fourth-dimensional experience, hands-on experience with the culture and, and the practice and the tradition. Uh, and, and many of you see my Just Know It's Coming post. And you know when I say Just Know It's Coming, it's, it's about film, production, documentary, movie, television show, uh, and indeed this time it is reality TV. Now, again, there is this, uh, what my father used to call uh, Mickey Mouse psychology that exists in our community that, you know, you can't tell everything and you can't share everything. And and if you say too much, you know, somebody's going to attack this or attack that, you know, Um, and I'm really not concerned about that, particularly at this stage in the process. Um, but I will share what I can share, and I will make invitations where I can. Uh, we are indeed moving forward with the reality TV show um, in, in coming days. Um, and Denise Augustine and and Danette Gibbs and, and a few other people will be uh, participant and, and party to participants to the reality show. But I, I want to make it clear. It, it will be like no other reality show you ever seen before. Let's just put it that way. When we think of all the stereotypical ideas of what reality shows are, uh, this will meet, surpass, and not be any of that all, all at once. But the idea that there is real world community where we are, and, and I would like to explore other locations other practitioners, other houses, other elays, other, other voodoo uh, families moving forward. Uh, other geographic locations will be uh, explored in, in, in coming uh, episodes of the reality show. The idea of unity and community, both physically, grassroots, or on the ground, but also as it's continue to grow and evolve uh, in the uh, in the metaverse, in, in the internet, in how we operate in virtual space. This, unfortunately, will not be the last pandemic of the human experience. It might be the last pandemic maybe of our experience, you know, or, or people who might live for the next hundred years and their experience. But it certainly won't be the last of the human experience. We we all need but look back to our ancient forefathers to see that story uh, played out time and time again uh, in, in earth history, either by way of some kind of uh, earth calamity, earth change, climate change, some type of cosmic calamity, uh, asteroid, you know, hits the planet, um, better circumstances, some sort of, you know, alien or extraterrestrial, I should say, intervention, you know, moving forward. But there will always be a need for a sense of community, co-unity among those who possess consciousness, those who possess the, the creative mind to not only address our conflicts, our problems, bring innovation to our tools, our foods, our, our lifestyle, our way of surviving, but to also become God 
and every day we we should wake up with the with the idea that another opportunity to become God and become greater God and then to feed that to our our community. Greetings are the goddess initiative, someone else who's had tour plus experience, who's been here uh to the house and who's also had the opportunity to speak uh in person. Greetings beloved. Thank you for joining us, and we welcome you. The phone lines are open. I see you all listening and enjoying the show all over the map, but I invite you to call us at area code 845-277-9143, 845-277-9143 with your questions, comments, or requests. You can also join us here by way of the StreamYard link if you're viewing in Facebook, Twitter, Periscope, EarthCam, Google Maps. Um, I think I named all the places we, we can be seen from right now. My website, um, we invite you to follow the StreamYard link and join us here with your questions, comments, and requests. Uh, if you will, Denise, give me just a moment. So the South African government has set a goal of fully immunizing 70% of the adults by the end of the year. And and I've referenced South Africa a lot for many reasons. Um, we're sort of on the opposite ends of the, of the globe, respectfully, but, but, but about at the same distance uh, from the equator. So South Africa has four seasons. We have four seasons. Um, they, they have experienced apartheid. We experienced white supremacy and, and, and enslavement. Um, there are similarities to our relationship to South Africa, as well as dramatic differences uh, in our relationship to South Africa. For example, our relationship to the indigenous population of the Americas, particularly North America, uh, as opposed to South America and, of course, South Africa. Uh, I also use South Africa uh, often as sort of a radar uh, because of its population, uh, because of its wealth of population, uh, its news outlets, but also um, in terms of COVID-19 leads the continent in terms of the deaths, the cases, uh, their sort of their experience with what's happening with with the COVID-19 but so far has managed to get both, you know, jabs in the arms of only 30, 36% of the population, 36%, and just over 16 million people. It has acknowledged it will miss its long promised target. Um, in a national televised address on the 28th of November, days after news of Omicron broke, President Cyril Ramaphosa warned that the government was considering imposing vaccine mandates to re-energize its campaign. Otherwise, he said, we will continue to be vulnerable to new variants and will continue to suffer new waves of infection. The emergence of new strands is a significant concern in South Africa, where around 90,000 people have died of COVID-19 and where growing evidence points to the country's high HIV prevalence rate 
as amplifying the risk of coronavirus mutations. COVID-infected immunocompromised patients can struggle to clear the virus from their bodies over time, become factories for variants, noted University of KwaZulu-Natal geneticist Professor Tulio de Oliveira. Oliveira, Oliveira, part of the team of scientists that identify Omicron. Now, I also think that's important because, again, this high prevalence of HIV in South Africa also has a lot to do with the lack of resources available in South Africa as compared to the U.S. and the U.K. when it comes to HIV uh, antiviral meds medication, medication. Mm-hmm. they're not mm-hmm. and then the, the the religious and political environment uh, as it relates that's the to, other thing to people who are HIV HIV positive now, now again I use South Africa as sort of the guidepost for the continent we see South Africa as sort of being the U.S. of the continent of Africa so what then should we expect in Nigeria, in Cameroon, in Uganda, in in other uh, less developed regions of, of the continent, less exposed regions of the continent to technology. And I think when some people make sort of the false argument that, well, only 16% of Africa is, is vaccinated, uh, they, they say that as if, you know, that's somehow by choice. That is not by choice. They have not been given the vaccine uh, at the weight that they need it and the amount of it that they need. And let me tell you this. Humans are fools to believe that they can contain this. That what happens in South Africa will not eventually affect everyone. We still believe that this world can be uh, somehow quartered off and sectioned off and contained here. And con- You can't do that. That's not the way this works. It will get out. It will get out. And it will get out and the world will suffer for it. Let me tell you something. CNN News is no, by no accident. When you read Revelation, and Revelation talks about these things happening, one of the things Revelation talks about is the two witnesses in the end times that will show up and how they will bring plague upon the earth and how they will stop the weather for X amount of months and how they'll be murdered. And then this is the point that has always gotten me since I was a 12-year-old child. It says the world will watch them rise up. And I always wondered, how would the world see this? This is long before satellites and CNN news and all these things. And you got to remember, time 
we do not understand the movement of events through time. We have no understanding of it. Uh, and so to think that you can contain a thing as deadly as this virus by immediately all the Western countries, everybody said, we're stopping travel from South Africa to, to uh, it's in Belgium. Ah, uh, Belgium is Europe. It's already within Belgium when it was identified. It's already, that's what I'm saying. It's already out. You cannot stop it. You cannot contain this thing. And then so there, and then there's that, no, that we treat this world as a worldwide community when it comes to medicine, when it comes to food, when it comes to creativity. We when it comes to when it comes to spirituality and religion, when it comes to culture, yes, we we must. And I believe I can hear Malcolm S in my in my memory saying a very similar thing about our. Uh, taking a more universal, global understanding of being black, of being We're all connected. Yeah, yeah. We've also been taught a, a false illusion of separateness in our black experience in the Americas right. as, the, as the enslaved African. That continues to this day to separate us from unifying with our brothers and sisters in other countries like Cuba, like Panama, like Brazil, like South Africa, uh, for, for example. Uh, so, you know, we, we must go back, we must look back to clarify where we are and, and how to move forward. But we also must continue to understand that time waits for no one. And we are speeding through space right now, I don't know the exact number, some thousands of miles uh, per hour. Uh, forgive me, FOI, I should know that number off the top of my head, the speed we're moving through space. But we're also hurling quickly through time space into the future. The, the, the future is well developed before we even realize what's happening. Before we become uh, re- right reality to it. Uh, uh, it is, it is fascinating that people continue to, there's a, there's a movie on Netflix right now called Passing, the separation of people by color, skin color, black people. I did from New Orleans uh, and can tell stories of people who passed inside families and how people were separated by skin color and how people sought to come, become lighter in their families so that their lives would better. I took one look at that black woman on the movie Passing and thought, oh, she couldn't have passed in traumatic. I can see it coming. I can smell black people on her. And so we have to, like the word Creole, three or four days ago, Google did their page for a man by the name of Edmund Dede, who was born in New Orleans and who 
died in Paris. And Edmund Dede was a composer and left this country so that he could have the musician's life that he wanted. He became a composer and head of an orchestra in France and lived the life that he needed to live. But I want you to go back. I can't remember. It was before Thanksgiving, which was only a few days ago, but it was like three or four days uh, before Thanksgiving they did it on Edmund Day Day. Edmund Day Day is as black as a pair of shoes I have and as creole as any creole in New Orleans. That whole thing about creoles looking like me or lighter is a lie. It's a bald-faced lie. Creole has nothing to do with the color of someone's skin. I was Y'all gotta stop I was once taught Creole meant indigenous. I can't hear you, Chief. I can't hear you, Prince. I was once taught that Creole meant indigenous, and and, and somehow and mean. somehow that fell out of usage, you know, in pop cultural association with the word. Me, I'm Creole by culture. I'm Creole because I can face my, I can trace my family back to before 1803 in this community. There are Creoles in 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 uh, uh, Martinique. There are Creoles in Cuba. There are Creoles in Haiti. There are Creoles everywhere. So the word Creole has to do more with culture and what 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 your family is and your history and this kind. Of, it got nothing to do with the color of my skin. Let me tell you, the color of my skin did not serve me what you think it served me. First thing is, when you open my mouth, you, you, can, you can smell it on me. Don't even go here with that because you are not going to have me separated from my black brothers and sisters of color uh, because you think I'm, I'm something that I'm not. I Tell my history, the pride, and who's ever taken a tour with me. I tell the celebration of the ancestors that took the horrific journey and survived and came here uh, and, 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 and didn't speak the language and were brought with nothing and who were, who were, who were the best of the best and survived and learned their French. And in 1862, when they went Spanish, learned their Spanish and learned their American, and who were smart enough to get community with the indigenous folks in this region to learn what plants were good to eat, what medicine was good for healing. Honey, uh, I don't know any other beings on this planet who could have done what we did under the conditions that we did it other than black people. You know we have a saying, making something out of nothing. What are we good at? Taking some nothing and making something out of it. Give me six dollars and thirty seven cents and I can feed everybody in this neighborhood. We'll all eat 
laugh and joke, have a wonderful time. Honey, ain't nothing that we can that, that you can't do by the mere fact that your ancestors survived that whole the week was die. You are built and made of something divine and wonderful. And you should never have the word give up in your you know how many creative ideas come in your head all day, every day, throughout the day. You'll wake up with an idea. Where do you think that's coming from? It is part of your survival mechanism. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I celebrate. Sure, I talk about slavery on my tour. But what I what I love to talk about is our successes. How black women own half the French Quarter, right? Yeah. How we developed and designed businesses. Uh, you all know that Jackie Kennedy's wedding dress was designed by a black woman. Now, yes, it was. Y'all know they were looking for the best for Jackie Kennedy's wedding dress. Who did they go to? Who did they go to? And surely they surely didn't do it out of mercy or or out of out of uh Let's give a black woman a chance. That wasn't done by that. It was done because they wanted the best, and she was the best. And so I need you all. I said all of that to say this. Y'all need to remember who you are and use the tools that are given you, physical and spiritual. You don't know how to figure something out? Sit in silence. Praying is good. But you can't get answers if your mouth is running. Mm-hmm. Sit in silence and let them answers be brought to your child. You are fully, fully equipped to work things inside. Answers will come. And then be, pre- and then be prepared to move it into action. Then be prepared to, to do something about it and not just sit Without and wait and day. pray and wait and sit and pray and wait. Uh, another programming that we, we have to undo, the idea of, of praying to wait and waiting to pray, That's you right. know, has become a, a block for us uh, as a community, right. particularly as a spiritual uh, community. And, and I got you, Taylor. Undo- I got you. Whatever that can, whatever God told you to do. Listen, baby. Whenever God told you to do something, the way has already been made for you. What you need to do that thing will come. People will come. The money will come. There's all kind of money out there. FBI got money marbles and Chinese waiting for you. If God gave you idea, the way has already been prepared. Who you need? I've had people walk up to me and tell me information out of the blue. Ah, uh, Miss Denise, you know so and so and so. This is how this is done. I have, child, I got a PhD in my wheelhouse. A woman with a PhD from Harvard. When I don't have, when I don't understand something about black history, I get on the phone. She's made black, this white woman from Denmark or Norway or whatever, blind and blue-eyed as she could be, gave her life to African-American history. When I can't find something that is for 
sure. I will get on the phone and I'll say, this, this and this is what I was taught. This is what the book says. What does your research say? And she and I will sit out, down and, and suss it out. Suss it out until we find the truth. Okay? God gave you an idea. He also made sure that the way was open for you to do it. Go get them, Kayla. Go get them, baby. I built a black girl here that worked at Walmart in the cake department. Made the most beautiful cake you ever want to see. I walked in and asked for a birthday cake. She asked me for $400 like she was asking me for a quarter. That's what I'm talking about. And guess what? Her business is successful. She made a, a money cake for some guy for his birthday. She said, well, Miss Denise, I ain't even going to tell you what I asked for for that cake. Get it. Get it, baby. It's for you to get. I'll see y'all in our, in our sacred stories. I'm about to open that tour company again. We're ready for you. Make your reservation. Yes, just know that you must make the reservation. You, we got to know you're coming. We, have to, have, know you're we coming. have to have an opportunity to make sure that all of our COVID-19 protocols are met. And it's very easy now um, to get a rapid COVID test, Walgreens, CVS, Walmart for like $25. Oh, wait, I got a better one than that for you. Medicaid, Medicare, oh, that pays for rapid COVID test, baby. And insurance pays for rapid COVID test. If you don't have insurance and you're on Medicaid or Medicare or whatever you want, we'll pay for a rapid COVID test. A friend of mine just gotten. They called her. And so she, she called. They said $175. Let me tell you something, baby. Let me tell you what I know. The black community, your community, got more information than telephone, telegraph, internet. You, you need food. Your black community know where the, where the food uh, uh is, the food uh, compound is, where they're giving food, whether or not insurance to pay for a rapid COVID test. My friend gave him her Medicaid card, gave her a rapid COVID test. She went on her Ain't no $175. That's a ball-faced lie. All wet, grassroots community, baby, you got it. Better that grassroots community is full of information. So, and that's why, and that's why you keep, as a community, I'm not speaking to any individual. That's why you keep being led away from the community, being put in positions to reinforce mistrust of, right. of people of the community. Well, I can't trust nobody, so I'm not going out. Well, it's, no. well, it's not safe. We all gonna get shot up, so so we're not going out, Chicago. Um, mm-hmm. You know, well, what's the point of going out and organizing? Because you know, these gonna do what they want to do, and the others gonna do what they want to do, and, and and yet we sit back and and complain, and 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 criticize, and 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 gossip about it, and give commentary on it, but still don't put ourselves in in, in positions to really make a difference. That's right. And we absolutely have the opportunity to be in positions of making a difference, making change. The idea of isolation, I say it all the time, is an illusion. It's temporary illusion. Yeah, temporary. And dangerous. 
and someone you know who's who's preparing now to have less involvement with people, less involvement with with, with family, less involvement with humanity. Um, you're really setting yourself up for a time when we will absolutely be forced back into a position of co co community and codependency at the community level. That's right. Just for our survival. Huh. We we saw two or three week you know time frame here in New Orleans where you needed your neighbors if you couldn't go get your own ice. That's right. You needed your neighbors if you couldn't go get your own food supply. You needed your neighbors if you didn't have certain resources and you didn't have transportation. You needed your neighbors. You needed your community. That's right. Waiting on the My national guard. Is- countrywide, worldwide, people sent me money. People drove down to bring supplies. Let me tell you something. It is a well-known fact that you cannot prosper in a vacuum. You cannot prosper in a vacuum. You've got to get out there. People are your prosperity. People send it, bring it, teach you how to do it. Uh, You think you need people. People will bring money, ideas, resources. They will, there you go, they will connect you. Oh, Miss Denise, I don't know how to do that, but I got a friend who knows. Let me get on the phone and call her and see if I can meet, when she can meet you to show you how it's done. I told a girl I got a teacher coming out. I told a girl I got a girl walking up to, on the river because, you know, Miss Denise got to keep this body working. And this body's designed to work. I met a girl with a T-shirt on. I said, oh, baby, did you do that? Said, yeah, I would you teach me how? I said, I'm, I'm not in the same market as you. She said, there's enough money for all of us. I looked at her, I did a blessing over her. I said, may you never want for anything you need, desire, or even think about. May you and those you love. Be blessed and, and, and fulfilled in this life. I put a blessing on that girl because you bless people with your mouth. When she told me, oh, Miss Denise, there's plenty enough money for everybody, I thank the, I thank the universe for this girl. Soon as, and she said, I said, now, nah, I want to pay you. Let me tell you why you pay people. Money circulates. I said, now, give me a price that Miss Denise can pay you. She said, okay. She said, I'm going to teach you how to make T-shirts. I'm going to teach you where to to buy them. I'm going to teach you this. I'm going to teach you where to have this made, that made, the other made. Uh, 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 What you call I said, okay. I sent her half the money. She said, you ready? I'll start. I said, no, Miss Denise is not ready yet. But I need you to know that you need to pay people because if you hoard money, you can hoard it, but uh, it's not satisfying. Money needs to move and keep to circulate. All those people hoarding money and trying to get it out of space and all this foolish with it, uh, they, I'm every reason right. They're not going to sit me what they eat for dinner no more than me. You know why? Because I'm going to share it with somebody, and I like the pleasure of watching people eat. Uh, there's a different experience. 
So, yeah, I still work. I could use some more money. But, you know, it's not the be-all, the end-all. It's supposed to bring you comfort and joy and bring those who love comfort and joy and even a stranger comfort and joy. So I, I said that to, to say this. What you need will show up. It will show up. I'm sorry, Ty. Oh, no, man. Because my children are not being fed. And many times these young people need to be fed to know the possibilities are endless for them on a daily basis. The possibility of your healing, the possibility of your finances, the possibility of friendship. Don't, just because one person was a jackass, that don't mean the world is a jackass. There are people out there waiting to love you, waiting to nurture you, waiting to give you a word of encouragement. If you stay in that house and turn on that TV, that TV, yeah. it ain't called programming for nothing, okay? Yeah. Turn that thing off. I know a boy went from selling art. $400 a piece was a piece of his art. His art sells now for 35000 a watt. He's maintaining three places to live. Savannah, Georgia, where I went after the storm after a while. New Orleans, two places in New Orleans, a studio in New Orleans, a place to live in New Orleans. Ty knows him, I introduced. And a place in Savannah. Guess what? Not one of those places have a TV. Not one. I said... Andrew, you don't have a TV? I'm in Savannah. I said, I don't know what's going on. He said, oh, baby, I make money moves. I ain't got time for that box. That was good enough for me. You see that TV behind me is off? I'll turn it on for you two to try and figure out how to make this thing I'm trying to make, okay? Other than that, that box is off. Turn that TV off. Okay? You can't serve two masters. Either you're working on your business or you're sitting there watching that foolishness. I'm done. And indeed, foolishness. <laughs> you know, um, I, I think about, you know, content creation and the development of content that is uniquely and specifically of a spiritual, religious, cultural uh, context and the overall response that you know, it received in social media uh, versus the, you know, the video with me with the wig on, you know, or, or wearing the lipstick, you know, which quickly goes goes viral, that feed, you know, entertainment, that feed a, a certain um, taste that we have, you know, in America, while, while at the same time claiming to be the most erudite, claiming to be, you know, a wealthy, educated nation of people. And, and, and it's just often not true or not the case. Uh, there are things I've learned here just in New Orleans that if you're not, you know, in touch with your community, uh, you won't have access to, you won't even have knowledge of. Uh, just just the, the presence of a second line in New Orleans is magical and how it shows up unannounced, and thousands of people just, just happen to show up out of nowhere, uh, you know, for that moment in time, space, and then we sort of regress back into our daily lives and, and our daily activities. And I think sometimes God and, and the presence of God and, and, and miracles 
in, in a very similar way sort of just show up seemingly out of nowhere, spontaneously, you know, but we all know that there is a, a network of, commu- of communication taking place at the grassroots level within the family, the friends of the family, you know, that creates an event of that magnitude uh, happening, especially a second line for a well-loved person, uh, a popular individual. So fine-tuning our attention away from uh, the things that TV, radio, even music and, and, and literature to some degree are uh, offering and fine-tuning, refine-tuning ourselves to something that is higher, uh, that is stronger, that is deeper, I think is sort of the goal of the spiritual journey. I don't think we're necessarily different than the next human. We've just chosen to hear spirit, listen to spirit, acknowledge spirit, and, and in the best-case scenario, act upon spirit. And so the process of learning is is a part of that that development. Uh, we, we see that in in other uh, disciplines of art, which are all, again, in my opinion, manifestations of the divine. Whether you be a lyricist, a poet, you know, a, a symphony orchestra uh, writer, producer, musician, uh, opera singer, you know, there's a, a moment where we are seeing, feeling, experiencing the divine as it manifests in art and in the creative endeavors. There's a thin line between imagination and spirit realm. Imagination and and, and the uh, spiritual spaces, if you will. And so when we lose our ability to be imaginative, to be creative, to be open to imagination and creativity, uh, we are losing our ability to hear the voice of God. And for those among you who claim to never remember your dreams, uh, that's problematic. That's problematic. That That's symbolic of a deeper issue of not being able to hear and connect the spirit and ultimately not being able to hear and connect to the voice of God. Finding a way to play and create and and find leisure uh, is something that has, you know, been lost in modern culture and in, in modern world. Again, as we said, you know, an, an hour and a half ago, uh, in our routines of paying our bills and raising children and, and living lives, you know, we have to really go out of our way and find space, create space for spiritual disciplines beyond you know, ministerial school, beyond theology at the university level, but really becoming students, sojourners on the path, initiates on the path of really learning and digesting uh, the spirit culture as it manifests for us, each and every one of us, individually, ethnically, culturally. It, 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 it indeed requires a lesson. Um, but again, in the West, we think parenting doesn't require a lesson. <laughs> so, so therefore, you know, it's very easy for people to, you know, uh, posture themselves that, 
you know, spiritual gifts don't require lessons, uh, teachers, mentors, and indeed parenting, successful parenting requires teachers, mentors, elders, lessons, and being open to that inner connectedness. Denise and I strive to not only give you history on our tour, uh, culture on our tour, uh, Oh, my goodness, we give you music, we give you food, uh, we give you uh, edible uh, vegetation, uh, which is something that is not often looked at uh, in, our, in our community. Just the array of edible and medicinal uh, vegetation that exists among us in this environment, and, and, and quite possibly in the environments that those are the sound of my voice exist in. Uh, say for unique places like Los Angeles, which almost everything is brand new, uh, and and because of the drought, very little vegetation survives. But indeed, those of us in in the, in the Carolinas and Georgia and Florida and in in Texas and Missouri and Louisiana, Mississippi, uh, Kentucky, uh, Virginia, uh, we Arkansas have a, a access to vegetation and plants and herbs and and roots that uh, our ancestors survived on. I need to find a bay leaf tree. I need to plant a bay leaf tree. Bay leaf is not only good for uh, physical bay leaf to drink bay leaf tea, but it's, bay leaf is good spiritual use. Um, you burn bay leaf right, right on it. One of those uh, writing ritual spells. And then and then burn it. Uh, I know where they are, baby. Oh, you know where they are in Treme? You know where a bay leaf tree is in Treme? I know where they are, baby. From, Baby, I, from I downtown, to be in my yard. From downtown to, to the uptown. One. From downtown to the uptown. I know where they are. I need to plant one. I need to plant my own bay leaf tree. Uh, it's funny you should mention these herbs because I woke up not not this morning, yesterday morning, thinking I need to plant myself a bay leaf tree. Yeah. Well, we have about 15 minutes remaining in the show. We most certainly appreciate my listeners to press that number one on your telephone keypad. I will be more than happy to unmute your mic and bring you into the conversation at area code 845-277-9143, 845-277-9143. And, of course, you can join us, uh, if you can, with this last 15 minutes here. Uh, live on screen by uh, plugging in your webcam and your mic and joining us uh, by way of StreamYard. And I'm not sure when StreamYard locks you out. I know Block Talk Radio locks you out right about now at quarter to the top of the hour. You will no longer be able to call me on the Block Talk Radio. Uh, But we most certainly appreciate your participation your continued support, your listenership. 
your, your offerings and your donations, uh, the, the many families and individuals who are coming as, as students and clients and friends and family, uh, the Goddess Initiative, uh, who's one of my godchildren, who has been here to the city, uh, should never feel friendless. Um, we, we just have to better utilize the uh, three and fourth dimensional spaces that are our technology. Yeah, I'm doing that, friendly. Yeah, our Zoom and our, and our Skype uh, and, and, and our uh, devices. So you're not friendless in this in this body. Mm-mm. Uh, for sure. You've got to open yourself. You've got to calm down going back and forth. Huh. Baby, let me tell you, I took a break. Thanks for the money, honey. Yes, my darling. Baby, I'm about to, I'm about to, January, our sacred stories is going to a whole new level, honey. Uh, listen, don't even think about starting your business. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Burn your, burn your, uh, burn your, write, write that, write that business on that piece of baby. Now, when you write that business, make sure that you write it with a new pen. Nothing that carries energy from something else. Write the name of that business. And get you one of them, them things you, you hold things hot with. One of those and you burn that baby and you walk around that your house with that baby. Walk around the house with that baby and make a declaration. This is my business. Like I walk around, I'll say, I take a story with all its divisions, prosper, continue to prosper. Right? Walk around and make a declaration with that baby thing. Let me tell you, I plan to go back. I will, I, I, you know. Uh, I am doing tours. I had people call and ask me, because uh, you, know, you know I like small batch tours. I like you to bring your friends for the girls' day, girls weekend. Um, I like your, uh, you know, little parties for your uh, uh, birthday. And I like eight to 12 people so that I can connect with them. We can do our uh, ancestor ritual at the tree in Congo Square, and we can dance, and uh, you can get your blessing, and then I drop you off by time. Uh, I've had people recently to call me, can you do 28 people? Yeah, I can do your family reunion. I can do the 28 people. I'll bring somebody else in who's spiritually sound and historically accurate. And as long as I have another tour guide there, that's looking like he's, you know, second part. Uh, somebody who specializes in black masking traditions. And this, I can take you 28 people if that's what you have for a family reunion. We can work around what you need to get your black heritage your customs, your traditions, your voodoo is my religion, voodoo is what I do, information. Um, but And listen, you know, we, we, we talk about herbs and plants and the bay leaf and, 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 and the magic and the ritual, but, but again, we forget that these plants also were meant to be utilized. 
eaten, ingested, drunk in, in some cases, as, as a as a tea, you know, or, or as an elixir of some of some sort. And the bay leaf certainly has strong effects on gastro internal digestive issues. It can help to remove toxins um, from the body. It can help you to grow hair, you know, on your head. It can remove um, the, uh, what do you call it? Uh, I I can't remember the exact letters for the bad protein, uh, not bad protein, the bad cholesterol. uh, Nothing about your doctor's orders, though, because I don't know whether that bay leaf is going to be adverse to whatever medications you're taking. So I've got to do a disclaimer here. And uh, remember, we cannot prescribe medicine, but we can tell you what our ancestors did. So if you're taking medication, like there are certain things I can't do. I can't do grapefruit because it's adverse to what I'm taking. But, um, yeah, I'll always seek. If smoke too, that's right, David. Did you know marijuana was once called the asthma cigarette? You could go to the car and buy it. It was legal in New Orleans. You go say, I want two asthma cigarettes to open up your your lungs if you were having a, an asthma attack. Marijuana is another thing that they've bastardized and poisoned and everything else when, when we used to use it for healing. Child, let me tell you, they used to blow it in children's faces. Don't even go there. Somebody uh, go sleep tonight. Your bay leaves um, can be used in, in cough and colds, headaches, uh, head lice. Uh, there are just so many uh, ways to utilize these plants and these products uh, beyond, you know, the smudging, beyond the idea that uh, I'm making a, a quick gree gree you know, or a medicine bag. And I think often these uses and applications are often overlooked, uh, particularly in medical applications. These plants and herbs and roots and barks are meant to be utilized, ingested, eaten, taken. And so, indeed, anything that we use should be run by your doctor. I think that right. if we ran our diets by the doctor, uh, yeah, a some of y'all would be in a better uh, uh, predicament. But the thing in our Especially society, the Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving to kill anybody. And in particular in our society, uh, I talk about it all the time, uh, there's a push against eldership, against leadership, mentorship. There's a push against initiation. So certainly, you know, running something past your doctor, getting getting some kind of clarification about a even your your GNC products, your over the counter uh, herbal products that you can can buy at the grocery store. Um, some of you are mixing that with commercial drugs, among other things. Some of you are allergic to certain substances. Uh, I learned the hard way that I'm allergic to salsa. I'm allergic to salsa, too. And let me talk about spiritual products. If you don't know how to mix those herbs spiritually, I advise you to leave that alone because you mix an herb for a love, gree-gree, there are certain herbs that go in, and there are certain herbs that will repel love away from you. There are certain incenses that if you're looking for love, 
shocking and alarming news. Too many of y'all are using sage to smudge and to cleanse and to purge, and y'all are overusing the sage, which I've been saying that for many, many years. And in cleansing, chasing away the demons, chasing away the ghosts, chasing away the bad vibrations, you are also chasing away your luck, chasing away your blessings, cleansing away all energy. It's almost like it's almost like it's almost like chemotherapy. It'll wipe out, that's ex- right. including what you need. And that and has this, to be replaced. I saw somebody with the door closed, saging with the door closed, or supposedly cleansing with the door closed. Uh, please open those doors and, and whatever windows you can. Uh, please. Oh, I didn't know he died of... Uh, Odita, that don't surprise me though. What surprised me was Prince's death of 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 over uh, overdosing on drugs. That one surprised me. But please, if you're gonna close your house, open the doors to give them a way out, please, and stop cleansing and have them running around your house and they're still in their bitches. And watch what Ty says. Don't be running everything out your house now. Don't be running everything. You don't run everything out. Everything. Everything. Everybody go. The good, the bad, the ugly, everybody go. Yeah, like like an antibiotic. You, you that's just run right. everything out. Running everything out. And again, that's <laughs> why it's important to allow elders to lead you, allow people who has some experience to lead you to allow people who tried and error some of these these uh, uh, ritual applications and, uh, and allow them to lead you to teach you to share uh, their experience and don't be so quick to want to create and recreate uh, without some understanding of, of the dynamics of, of the products that we commonly use every day. All of these products have some some degree of volatileness within their nature. Even your Florida water. You know, your Florida water is very flammable. So there's a way to use Florida water and there's a way not to use Florida water. Well, so it's, it, it's no different with your your herbs and your roots and, and, and that application. Denise also uh, said something um, about mixing these different herbs. They also create different chemical compositions when they're mixed together. So that always has to be taken into account. We have about four minutes left, uh, beloved. So if you got any closing thoughts, yeah, I love Yerba Santa. Uh, Yerba Santa, I use that a lot. Um, Yeah, and please, please grow your own shade, grow your sage. Sage is one of the easier things to grow. Uh, I don't care where you live, and I know some of y'all are going into those winter months right now. You can uh, 
start some things in a pot and make sure they get plenty of lighting and, and heat, you know, during the winter time. Yeah. Uh, before you I'm winterize my garden. Yeah, I just throw some blankets out there and cover up my fruit trees and Yeah. And my garden has been very well winterized. Um, All right, Gene, stop that business now. Stop putting some stuff on paper, baby. Yeah. Stop it. That baby's yeah. got to nap sooner or later. And you, let me tell you, you train him to nap. Oh, time for lunch, time for a nap. Uh, and put some stuff on paper. That business is yours to have, honey. Well, I certainly thank each and every one for your time, your love, your support. Uh, please remember to visit me at www.houseofthedivineprince.com, uh, particularly if you're interested in the Tour Plus experience with Denise Augustine and myself. You can also reach Denise Augustine for her tours at www.oursacredstories.com. Yeah. I appreciate you and those who've been uh, and those who've left uh, public comments and ratings about, about our tours. We certainly yeah. appreciate that. And we look forward to meeting you here again at high noon U.S. Central Standard Time next time on many platforms. Remember that all is truly and indeed a blessing. Ashe, Ashe, y'all. Thank you all. I love y'all. Thank you so much. Good seeing you all. Yes. That was cute. Thank you kindly. Okay. Thank you, Blog Talk Radio, for your continued support and love and listenership. Until next time at High Noon. Congo Square. The Omus Indians, the Omus Indians prepared this place for us centuries before our arrival, a sacred spot where corn festivals were celebrated. The Omus Indians prepared this place for us centuries before our arrival. Congo Square, a sacred spot where corn festivals were celebrated. And as the colonizers came, our host, the Omus Indians, they pushed aside our host. The colonizers came and pushed aside our host and introduced us in chains. And by the late 1700s, we somehow, recognizing the sacredness of Les Places de Congo, we somehow, and the how of our somehow persuasive methodologies is not clear at this moment. The how is not clear. How our persuasive methodologies worked is not clear at this moment. But nevertheless, even as slaves, we crafted and created a space where we could be free to be we. And thusly, thusly we countered the sacrilegiousness of the French, giving great homage to our ancestors as well as giving praise and thanks to our red-blooded brothers and sisters. 
This is an oral libation toast to Congo Square, to Native Americans, to our ancestors who made a circle out of a square and gave us a way to stay ourselves, save ourselves from the transformatory ugliness of America, which refuses to recognize the spirituality of life which refuses to recognize the spirituality of life and celebrates death with crosses and crosses, double and triple crosses, the middle passage, the first cross, Christianity, the double cross, and capitalism, the ultimate triple coup de gras cross of our captivity. But the terror of crosses notwithstanding, we sang, we beat, we be, we was and is. Hail Congo Square. Congo, Congo Square. Our African gods have not been obliterated. They have merely retreated inside the beat of us. Inside the beat of us, our African gods have not been obliterated. They have merely retreated, retreated inside the beat of us until we are ready to release them into a world that we recreate, a world harrowed by the beat, be, beat, being, beating, being of black heart drums, heart beat, heart beat. Heart be at this place, at this place be heart be be we beating place in new world space, beating being in place in new world, preserving our ancient pace. Our dance is the God walk, our music the God talk. First thing we do. Let's get together, circle ourselves into community. No beginning, no end, connected together. And singing, ringing, singing in a ring. Second, let's be original, aboriginal. Be what we were before we became what we are. Be Bambula dance. Be Banza music. And sing song words which have no English translation. Third, let us remember. Let us remember never to forget even when we can't remember the specifics we must retain the essentials. Let us remember never to forget. Even when we can't remember the specifics, we must retain the essentials. The bounce, the blood, flow, the feel, the spirit, grow, energy. Must retain and pass on the essential us-ness that others want to dissipate, whip out of us. But no matter, no matter how much of us they prohibit, no matter how much of us they prohibit, 
Deep inside us is us. Deep inside us is us. Remains us inside and needs only the beat to set us free. The beat to free us. It is morning. A sun day. A feel. A feel. Without shade. But dark. Dark with the people black of us in various, various, various shades. Eclipsing the sun with our elegance. We are centuries later now, and still this sacred ground calls us to remember, to beat, to be. We are centuries later now, and still this sacred ground calls us to remember. To beat, to be, beat, Congo Square, be, Congo Square, beat, be, beat,